This is a Suno India production and you are listening to Gasping for Breath. Hi, I am Padma Priya and in this special episode of Gasping for Breath Today I am going to bring to you an interview with Nandita Venkateshan a TB survivor an activist and a journalist In the end of 2017 Nandita Venkateshan and Riya Lobo a filmmaker and a TB survivor herself started Bolo Didi which means say sister a fledgling sisterhood of women TB survivors who use channels such as social media WhatsApp and telephone calls to connect mentor and support people affected by tb in india nandita venkateshan and riya lobo today spoke about bolo didi at the 50th union world conference on lung health early this year the foundation for innovative diagnostics find also awarded bolo didi the voices for diagnosis community prize voices for diagnosis was established in 2018 to recognize individuals and organizations that implement innovative approaches to improve access and create demand for timely cost-effective diagnostic solutions for infectious diseases if you had to define bolo tv how would you define it as uh, i would define it as uh, in it's a network of women tv survivors helping other counseling other patients with tv Okay. and how many um, women tv survivors are now around 5 of us five. it's a small one right. but uh, we are happy to say that we have managed to touch some lives which and is how, good and which year was this initiated uh, around 2017 okay so um so 2017 end okay um one of the things that we are just presenting you talk it seemed like um, there seems to be like quite a bit of an information gap among uh, patients could you tell us a bit about this information gap and how is bolo didi helping us so um, we uh, right at the outset i want to make this clear that bolo didi does not offer medical advice uh, we make this very clear so tb as an illness it's it's a very complicated illness and there are several layers to it but also the, what compounds the fact is that the information the balance is very tilted it's more on the provider side and it is more on the medical professional side than should be on the patient's end so patients don't know and and i include myself in that because i myself didn't know anything we didn't have i didn't even know for the fact that how that the fact that i am not infectious because i had extra pulmonary tb i had tb in my intestine so an information like this is is something everyone should know it's so basic that it's only if it is in your lungs that you are infectious and in that also you if you take your treatment correctly you are infectious for say 2 or 3 months in in simple tb 2 months and after that you can go out and you can do whatever you want or say in drug resistant tb which is which is way worse and it's way more difficult to deal with in drug resistant tb of course uh, you are you don't know how to say for example cope with side effects uh, the, the these are medications that are so 
toxic uh, they can cause you depression they can push you into a spiral of uh, feeling really horrible about yourself you are continuously you have vomiting nausea and you don't know how to manage these side effects so we give them we help them manage their side effects on one hand we also give them uh, take us take a step for, further we give them information on the latest updates in tb treatment that is going on so that uh, we want to we we our aim here to be very honest is that we want the to translate the signs that is being said everywhere to let that reach the ground patient you know it's it's easy for people to talk about science in big conferences and you know a lot of talk goes on but it has to reach me as a patient you know that is what it did not reach me that is why i lost my hearing or that is why i had to suffer the way i did you know and for me to be honest i somewhere down the line science failed me you know it 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 did not live up to the to to the to the magic that it is portrayed as Um, so just to be clear, this is is this like a WhatsApp group or is it like a Facebook group? Yeah. So we have so we have we have a Facebook group. So I'll give you an example of say let's say a patient A. He will read about us in 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 say he's read about us articles online. I have a lot of my talks. Ria has her films on in on YouTube that have garnered a lot of views, or my talks at different different places or my articles on me. So people read these articles. there are youngsters these are mostly youngsters tech savvy they are you know internet is cheap in india today it's at the lowest price and that is what is helping us so they are, youngsters are accessing the internet to empower themselves so they come across our stories and then they reach out to us on mediums like facebook or uh, occasionally twitter but a lot of it starts on facebook uh, and then we take that forward from facebook and we connect on whatsapp we share their whatsapp i share my whatsapp number ria shares our whatsapp number and then we start talking to them so between the five of you you are talking to multiple yeah, patients yeah yeah so are the, these patients um you saying the young i mean are they also say from urban india or is it like a mix of semi urban yeah i i would say uh, i have to say that uh, we it is a, a lot of it is in urban india but i wouldn't say it's entirely we do have i have spoken to people from semi urban areas for example say la i've yeah. i've spoken to people from latur or uh, assam or uh, or places in uttar pradesh uh, second tier cities in uttar pradesh like gorakhpur and all so there are people from even even <laughs> semi urban areas but yes uh urban area is uh, predominant thing. um why is it you think you know you i mean it's you rightly pointed out internet is cheap information is freely available um but when it comes to tv like you and riya were talking in the morning but when it comes to tv there still seems to be a huge gap especially in terms of understanding diagnostics um and even getting diagnosed and then after getting diagnosed going through the whole range of you know test battery of test there seems to be very limited knowledge about this why do you think that gap still prevails um the gap the gap prevails because uh, first is that it, the the whole there's not much chatter about tb in the public space itself as much as it should be 
let's say today uh, i i know for a fact that i can see a lot of information today about say hiv or cancer very very and that's very good uh, i can associate i have certain say associated images with cancer let's be very this i can associate a cancer with say you know a, a very empowering image of maybe some celebrity mm-hmm. who's gone through cancer i can probably imagine a lisa ray or a sonali bendre or or you know even or or anyone or aishman khurana tahira tahira khurana tahira kashyap or anyone uh, we have certain defined definitive and strong images now uh, in tb it seems to be like oh okay so you'll have some image even in the media unfortunately it's very sad that even in mainstream media uh, for quite some time even when i was dealing with my illness uh, images of tb were of you know person with uh, the skeletal figure and who, who looks really harrowed out of his life and who's just you know cough 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 and there are there you need a variety of images and you need empowering images for, so so that this kick starts a more stronger public conversation and i think media can play a very big role in that mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that is why i hope that let's say if today i come out and speak uh, i hope that you know okay if i can become some sort of a face of hope for someone or they say oh okay she is defining that she's defining the image of tb in a in a right manner that you can you can battle the illness and you can come out and do well that is where well. so it starts with that and the other aspect is of course uh, in tb itself uh, you have uh, the drug resistant forms of tb are very complicated and the tests itself are a bit obsolete so the newer tests that are coming up the government is taking time to scale them up so scaling up issue is there and so the information access to the public is also less um you are a purely bolo didi is purely a voluntary network yes five of you are doing this in your in whatever little time you guys have yeah um what is the kind of I mean what compelled you to start a network like this and then it is hard to keep a voluntary network running um so have there been have you guys received any sort of support um and what's keeping you going like what's keeping bolo didi going right now uh, what gra- what is a very gratifying experience in the whole thing is is the messages and the respect and love that we get from the survivors we have helped um and we also know that if you are able to these are young people and and it's just the right age to mold their thinking into uh, into you know channelize their thinking into say let them also start giving back to the community and if we are able to channelize and do that it's very good because people some of the survivors who reach out to us they tell us that oh you have done this now even we want to do the same thing we want to help someone so that 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 gratification that we get is is very superlative okay. so this is what um one of the things that you guys were talking about was receiving this message on twitter where a person was obviously at his wits end and you know thought of committing suicide um and then you didn't hear from him for 9 hours when you get messages like that how do you guys cope having been through that whole you know the journey yourself 
um what is like your coping mechanism oh it's uh, i have to be honest it's very difficult it's now that i've come to a point where i have tried to emotionally distant keep a distance from these things not affecting me uh, there was a time when say about a year or a year and a half ago uh when we just about started this and we thought let's uh, let's get in more people together and when we started getting these messages uh there were times i would just uh, I, there was one that i remember i ran to the washroom and i puked out of uh, just out of fear of oh, oh god what just what is going on with her then there was once i remember i went off and i started crying in the washroom because the girl a girl was narrating about how she she sort of had to miss out on her college life for some months and that's exactly what had happened to me she was uh, and she was narrating her thing i was reminded of exactly my experience and i could not hold back and i just ran and i started crying Uh, it's now that i have try managed to switch go, go into a switch off mode mm-hmm. and that is what is helping you have to be uh, as much as i can be emotionally detached after a point you can't let it just go overwhelm you entirely it's very difficult then otherwise days on end i would feel very uh, depressed or i would feel like what is going on is there not, is there why are so many people suffering this way it is a fact but you have to learn to switch off yourself yeah. um is bolo diti planning to i don't know like make a platform of sorts and uh, bring in say more counselors <coughs> doctors because as of now you seem to be um, sort of you know tapping into your own networks of doctors and counselors and also taking support but is there a in the future plan to make this yes. a more coherent platform yes so um what the plan is that we want to connect uh, we want to get more doctors on board and uh, the thing is that a lot of patients who reach out to us are they reach out to us when uh, things have reached a certain stage we want to cut that time so if, if they can if the doctors themselves refer them to us uh, a lot of they are a lot of the time that is lost we could probably come in at that stage so much time need not be lost if they if the doctors themselves tell okay hey so you have tb and you just contact these two or just contact this network just yeah, take down their number and you speak to them you will feel better so we want to do that we want to get more doctors on board uh, informally yes i <coughs> i do refer um, patients to doctors like dr zareer urwadia or dr vikas oswal in mumbai and they know about us so then they also are like okay yeah we'll help them but so, th- so this way we are doing it from our side now we want the doctors to themselves to do it from their side now they themselves should start referring their patients to us we want to go it into that direction next um my access to mental health and mental health support especially to tb uh, patients remains a very big gap in the country um, it has been mentioned also in the nsp in the national strategic plan and then there are networks like yourself and then survivors against tb and other different networks which are you know where survivors themselves are forming peer support groups um what do you think the government can actually do to sort of support networks like yours is there something that they can actually step in and do at this point so um, i would say that uh, governments should uh, they should ha- they should provide they should help us institutionalize our the uh, should pro- help us institutionalize our network 
that is where they can help probably if we can get our networks uh, integrated with the government tb programs in some way uh, that that is one way i know for example uh, there was a plan that was launched by, by the mumbai tb program sometime back but it's not taken off after that unfortunately there was something called tb sathi so uh, they said the you know the dr daksha shah um i think a lot of us told her that you know peer 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 to peer support is really helping so she had announced this thing called as uh, from the government side tb sathi wherein uh, they would rope in uh, they would rope in tb survivors who would act as champions in their district uh, or uh, at their city level mm-hmm. and uh, different different so so that a, a patient can has someone to look up to and she can contact he can contact me or anyone else yeah. but uh, unfortunately that has not taken off after that something like this will really help reach a lot more people um you here uh, at the union um, you have been talking about yesterday and even today you spoke about how nothing without us survivors um can you sort of elaborate a bit on that sentiment of yours so we said we said that line that i say is two things one is nothing about us without us and the second line i said is that treat us look at us and treat us for what we are because we are experts in our field so we know the fact you have to not look at us the sentiment behind this is that let's say for uh, for anyone this conference for a survivor don't treat us as just merely you know come here share your soap stories eat and go back no we are we are so much so much more than just sharing stories i'm not saying our stories don't matter they do but we can contribute a lot more than that because we are already contributing uh, we contribute in in you know active policy making we can help we can contribute in um, you know we can in in framing strategies all of these things so in in any way let's say for a scientist i would say that don't look at us merely as clinical trial participants uh, look at us more than that you know we are not just to for, we are not just for for as guinea pigs to try out your medicines injections and then say tata bye bye no uh, that's why i say treat us as experts take our inputs in the work you do and collaborate with us a collaborative approach same thing goes for the government as well that treat us with respect dignity and uh, and treat us as experts so that when when you frame a policy then you ask our inputs and ask us is this the way it should be done do you have any other thing do you have any other suggestions in mind from your uh, from your interactions with people so let us know do you think the needle is moving towards that do you think that's happening considering that i think there was like a survivor summit this year just before the union uh, conference so see survivor summit yes that's a positive it's a positive thing but again i it's it's something that is organized by the union i do not see that very actively happening at the government level yes one thing is that at least there is an acknowledgement to the fact that communities and survivors can contribute so there was the 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 document that was released recently tb harega desh jeetega document so there there is an whole chapter dedicated to you know the need for creating community networks so uh, 
i wouldn't want to jump the gun and say everything is happening because uh, it's one thing on paper and one thing to implement it properly so i'm yeah. going to wait and see even if there is say one or two success stories then i'll say yes You can listen to this podcast on any of the podcast app of your choice like Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Castbox. You can also listen to this episode on our website sunoindia.in. Suno India has a varied collection of podcasts on different topics ranging from climate change to current affairs to rare diseases. Do check out our website for more information.